there's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, I'm going to bring to you tips and information that I hope will help you to cope while living with low vision. Tools to help you to get to and from work and school. Mobility is one of the more difficult types of factors that people with low vision may have to face. The loss of vision can make it a little more difficult for a person to see steps and curbs and to travel independently, or for those who have lost all of their sight, mobility could actually be a quite frightening task. Well, the first thing to understand is that there's a lot of help that's available to help a person who is either partially sighted or totally blind to travel more safely to and from work. I know that for myself, when I had partial sightedness, I still had some vision and it really made a tremendous difference in being able to get from work to home or to catch a bus. Now, when a person has low vision, the first thing to consider is to be seen by a low vision doctor. And I know I say this quite often, but low vision optometrists and ophthalmologists have much to offer. One of the tools that's extremely helpful for a person who is low vision is to have the appropriate colored tinted glasses. By wearing tinted glasses, your contrast vision can be improved and this can make it much easier for you to see concrete steps and stairs and then you don't have to worry as much about tripping or falling on a step that you didn't see. For many people with retinal conditions, amber and brown lenses could really improve a person's contrast, but at other times when it's extremely bright in a sunny afternoon, the use of a gray lens could be very helpful. Also, there are special types of frames that will cut out the glare that comes in from the top of the frames or on the sides. One of the things that we do at our center is that we often customize glasses so that we can reduce this type of glare. Another very helpful feature is to wear a hat. By wearing a hat or a visor, you could also reduce the glare that's going to come directly into your eyes. The next thing to consider is using a monocular telescope. Now, a monocular telescope is very similar to the types of telescopes that you might have remembered in astronomy, but these particular types of telescopes are very small. They might be two and a half to three inches in length, but some of the more powerful ones might be about six inches long. The importance of using a telescope is to make certain that your doctor shows you those telescopes that are not going to have too much magnification. One of the factors with a telescope is that the higher the magnification, the narrower the field of view. By using some of the lower telescopes and having your vision corrected to about 2070 or 2080 is really going to be a very nice sweet spot that you could get the widest field of view and still have the ability to see street signs and bus signs as well. I know one of the things that I found to be very helpful was to use a very low power telescope because then I could see my off bus stop where I needed to get off a little bit more easily as well as off ramps if I was traveling in the car with a person who was driving me. Another very nice thing that a person who has reduced peripheral vision can do with these telescopes is to use it in a reverse manner and that's actually going to expand your ability to see a wider field of view. Many people who have retinitis pigmentosa or glaucoma 
or others who have suffered from a stroke, they often can't see the entire sidewalk. So these particular types of telescopes can be very helpful when you use them in the reverse manner. Now the most important tool that I actually have found to use is the cane. Now this was something that was very difficult for me to accept, but once I did realize the benefits of the cane, it allowed me actually to use my vision much more effectively to scan and to search my environment and just to check out the surroundings. When I didn't have a cane, I was often so focused on focusing on the sidewalk and looking for steps and curbs and things that I didn't see what was around me. So a cane is something that is very, very helpful, and it's very important that you have an evaluation by an orientation and mobility specialist. These are people who have gone to college for many, many years to teach you how to actually orient yourself. How do you find your way around your neighborhood, and how can you orient yourself so that you don't get lost? Now, orientation mobility specialists, they will actually measure you for the appropriate type of cane. Now, there's a couple of schools of thought with this. Some people feel that you should use the longest cane possible, while others recommend that you use a cane that's going to be foldable. That's right about at the height between your feet all the way up to your armpit. That'll be about the length of the cane. But go and visit an orientation mobility specialist to have a few sessions, and it'll make a world of difference for you. The more recent and more technologically advanced solution to help with mobility are some of these GPS systems. GPS stands for Global Positioning, excuse me, Global Positioning Satellites, and these are extremely helpful because within the air there are many different types of satellites, and with you carrying a GPS system, these satellites will tell you exactly where you are, which direction you're walking. How fast you're walking, and it will also tell you what else is around. So, for example, you could actually be walking down a street, and it will tell you that on your left there's actually a particular type of a restaurant, or on your right there's a park or a school, and it will also even have that ability to tell you what is the address that you're passing as you're walking at that particular moment. So there's many different types of GPS systems available, and these GPS systems can be extremely helpful for a person who's visually impaired. So overall, there's many ways and many tools that you could actually travel from your home to work or school and get back home very, very safely. It'll be very helpful for you to consult with a low vision optometrist and ophthalmologist if you do have vision for the use of visual aids, glasses, filters, and telescopes. On the other hand, if you are totally blind, you might also benefit from using some of these different types of GPS systems. In fact, we're finding many of our patients who are partially sighted are also using these GPS systems because it helps them to know when to get off. If they're traveling on a bus, they could push a button and it will tell them what's the next intersection that's coming up. So you don't have to be afraid of missing your bus stop. So go ahead and make that type of an appointment with your eye care professional, your low vision agency, and an occupational therapist or orientational mobility specialist who specializes in mobility training. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print impaired audience. Any unauthorized use without the express written consent of Ayers LA is prohibited.